0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: That's Chris Lee. Dennis Cox here with you. Graham Hill producing us this afternoon on 99.9 The Fan. For example, we had eight teams in the College World Series. The state of North Carolina does. But a North Carolinian, a native North Carolinian, Mm -hmm. Caleb Martin, balled out yesterday in a game seven. Balled. Out, Chris.
0: I think Jim Jones made a song about him. Oh, did he? Ballin! All about him. It's all about Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin went on a big stage and showed what he could do. Yeah. And basically he's a he's a Charlotte Hornets reject. They waived him 2 summers ago and now look at him about to help the Miami Heat potentially win another championship. Well, that's
1: a that's another conversation about former
0: Charlotte <laughs> Hornets
1: players dominating and doing things great in other places. Yeah. That's a common theme here, but here's yeah. the thing with with Martin is that he was an undrafted player from North Carolina, actually went to to North Carolina State initially with his twin brother Cody. Yeah. They the two then end up transferring to Nevada. Yep. Cody got drafted by the Hornets. Yeah. Caleb was undrafted, was signed by Charlotte, but like you said, eventually let him go. But gets a start yesterday for a Miami Heat team that was struggling the last three games as a team had a lot of injuries. But when you put up nearly thirty points and a start like that in a pressure situation. Got to give that
0: guy kudos. Average 19.3 points, 6.4 rebounds, shooting 60% from the field, 48.9% from three in this past series, these past seven games against the Boston Celtics. And here's the interesting thing about him and his um, journey as a basketball player. Uh, You mentioned it. Of course, him and his brother Cody Mm -hmm. went to – they're from uh, Davie County, so they went to Davie County High School at first. I think they eventually landed at um, – Oak Hill, then went to uh, NC State playing under Mark Godfrey. Mark Godfrey's gone. Kevin Keats comes in. They transferred to, to Nevada, uh, so they, they were still Wolfpack guys. <laughs> different wolf pack, different yes. Wolfpack, but they were still Wolfpack guys. And then everybody thought that Caleb was always the better player anyway, right? Like, he's the better scorer. Okay. Cody's probably the better defender. So it was actually a shock when the Charlotte Hornets decided to draft Cody and not Caleb, they still had him anyway. still, signed still ended them. up getting him, but that was actually a shock. And I remember when that happened, like people were like, wait a minute, you didn't take Cody and not Caleb hmm. ended up still getting Caleb after that. And then they kept Cody and, and cutting Caleb. And now you see where Caleb, what Caleb was doing after he finally gets a chance and he's uh. Absolutely balling out.
1: 26 points, 10 rebounds yesterday for Martin. Here's head coach of the Miami Heat, Eric Spolstra, on the performance that Martin put up yesterday. That's been
2: amazing. Uh, You know, if you're a a real competitor and it's in your soul, and that's what Caleb is, he's a competitor. Every bit the competitor that, you know, you talk about with Jimmy or Bam or, you know, whatever, uh, Caleb is a competitor, you get – to the higher stakes, the further you get along, the more competitors are going to reveal themselves. Um, you know, game sevens or get to the conference finals—it's not for everybody in this association. Otherwise, you know, more players, more teams would do it. You got to be—you you have to be wired a little bit differently. Uh, and Caleb is—he's pure. Uh, he competes on both ends, lays it all out there for everybody to see. Um, He's accepted different roles.
0: One thing I think is interesting, though, um, how the state of North Carolina sticks together. Yeah. Caleb Martin is in this situation because of Fayetteville rapper J. Cole. Oh, yes. If you haven't heard this story, well, here we go. Caleb Martin got waived by the Charlotte Hornets two summers ago in uh, in 2021. I think it was in August. Mm Mm-hmm. He was working out at J. Cole's place. I think J. Cole lives somewhere around here. He's, yeah. he's kind of a hermit, so we don't know exactly. But he lives somewhere around here, working out at his place. J. Cole comes into the gym like, yo, you not signed yet? What are you still doing at my place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> and then Caleb's like, nah, man. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, nobody's hit me up yet. So J. Cole. Pulls out his phone, calls up Karan Butler, former NBA player, also right now currently a part of the coaching staff of the Miami Heat. Yeah. And says, look. Former Duke player? I got a – no, no, no. He didn't play a Duke. No. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. I think I think he's a UConn. Yeah. But uh, if you but Karan Butler is like, yeah, bring him down I for think oh, I think Go Carlos Boozer. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. I screw... screwed it up. Keep going. He says, like, yeah, bring him down for a tryout. He comes down for a tryout. He doesn't even get signed to the main Heat roster. He gets signed to, uh, he gets assigned uh, to a, a two-way deal. Yeah. So basically, if you don't know what a two-way deal is in the NBA, you basically are spending part time, part of your time with uh, their G League team, and then if they need you on the main roster, they'll pull you up. Yeah. To do that, so you're basically a G League player that's getting paid better than most G League players. So he does that, kills it, and then gets a regular three-year. $20 million contract, and now he's showing that he was worth all of that.
1: Well, initially started at NC State. Speaking of NC State, we'll come back to Caleb Martin and the Miami Heat and the NBA Finals here in just a bit, but ACC Baseball has eight schools representing in the College World Series. Eight schools from the state of North Carolina, Chris, including the four ACC schools. So, Wake Forest, the number one overall seed. The number one overall seed in the entire College World Series tournament. Duke, Wake to Wake, Duke, NC State, UNC all going along with UNC Charlotte, UNC Wilmington, Campbell, and East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Only one school hosting though in the state of North Carolina. That's not fair. That's not that that is absurd. The fact that the state of South Carolina has three schools and they're all
0: hosting, but North Carolina has eight schools and only one hosting. That's ridiculous. Here, so of course, since Wake Forest is the number one overall, they're hosting. Campbell is the one who should actually be really upset. Yes. And in the final uh AP, they they are in the top sixteen. So you have the top sixteen teams that end up hosting a regional. Campbell, I think, was number fifteen. And so then they get they give way to someone else who comes in and, and hosts a regional. Mm-hmm. And and they can't. Like by what it is, Campbell needs to be like there needs to have been uh a Buies Creek regional yeah. this weekend. But I guess maybe because people don't know where Bowie's Creek is uh, from the outside well, looking gonna, in. They're about to find out. They're Chris. about, to find, they're about out. to find out. And we're going to mess around and find out. We're going to talk to uh, to Campbell's head coach later on uh, in the show at 445. So we're going to ask him, hey, how did you guys get screwed? Because you're supposed to be hosting the regional right now. We're also in about seven or
1: eight minutes going to talk to Darren Vaught, USA Baseball. He's going to give us a little bit more of a breakdown of the regionals and all that. But, but the tournament, NCAA tournament, the regionals get underway this Friday. And mm-hmm. we're actually on our on our family of stations to be able to listen to several of these these matchups here. Uh speaking of college sports, state of North Carolina, UNC, our third thing here. Third thing, third thing here mm-hmm. at three o'clock. It was a three day weekend. It's all good. Elliot Cadeau reclassifying a recruit for the class of twenty twenty-four for basketball, men's basketball reclassifying is actually going to be joining north carolina this coming summer He's going to be enrolling he told espn this i think june 10th he's enrolling going to be full-time at unc so he's reclassifying very similar to what tyrese proctor did for duke last season tyrese proctor last year should have been a senior in high school yeah and it's amazing what he was able to do on the collegiate level again should have been a senior in high school so elliot cadeau
0: doing something similar I think he's considered the top point guard in his class. So, yeah, Elliot Cadeau, number 10 overall in the the class of 2024. Um, he was saying that he went against a few, uh, you know, folks who are going to be in college this coming year, and he felt like he was the better guard going against him in yeah. high school. So he was like, I feel like I can make this jump, and that's one of the things he said. Uh, so he's going to make this jump. He's reclassifying up. And this will probably take the ball out of R.J. Davis's hand a little bit, mm-hmm. which in some ways that uh, he operated better when somebody when people could get the ball in, in the spots. And, uh, and what's interesting about this, a lot of point guards now like to be the athletic. I'm going to drive. I'm going to be a, a score type of point guard. Elliot Cadeau is considered to be a pass-first point guard, yeah. and some people are even comparing him to Jason Kidd, to a young Jason Kidd. That's a heck of a comparison. One of the best.
1: That's a heck one of a of the best comparison. Point
0: guards to ever play in the NBA. Yeah. Heck of a comparison, right? So if you're going to have that on your campus, North Carolina, it starts to look like Hubert Davis and his plan is starting to come together. Of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on as well.
1: We uh, this we also saw probably the reason why Demarco Dunn. Enter the transfer par- portal at the at the basically at the deadline to enter the portal, so this all makes sense now, like okay, why well, would Dunn leave so late? He probably heard that Cadeau was probably going to reclassify and come in
0: Listen, the state of North Carolina has eight teams in the NCAA baseball tournament. Only one team is hosting a regional this weekend. Probably could have been more than that. That's where we bring in play by play extraordinaire. USA Baseball, and, of course, ladies, he's a Sagittarius, Darren Vaught. Thank you for joining us today, my man. Um, Darren, uh, tell me a little bit more about this. Did Campbell get robbed of hosting a regional? They were one of the top 16 teams at the end of the season, and they are not hosting in Bowie's Creek. Did they get robbed? Yeah, I
3: mean – you could go back and forth on this a lot. I, th- I think Indiana state in Terre Haute is-, is the team that really propelled itself to that hosting spot, as opposed to Campbell. And for the record, Campbell had put in a bid to host at Segra stadium in Fayetteville mm. rather than their own Jim Perry stadium on campus. there mm. the mm. at Louis Creek cause of capacity requirements by the NCAA that did not factor in to the decision, I think for Campbell, all it boils down to their last regular season weekend, they dropped a couple of games and thus a series to USC upstate. Like if you're going to be the dominant team in a big South or a smaller conference, a CAA, um, we saw this with East Carolina, of course, in the American losing their conference tournament championship game to, to the lane. Um, if you're going to be the dominant team, in a smaller conference like that you can't slip up and the one slip up i think toward the end of the season is what cost campbell hosting rights now they've USC, got the a favorable draw
0: is that the us the usc uh, upstate slip-ups that you're talking about
3: yeah okay yeah. and okay. it's you know, because then they, they followed it up. They got the Big South Conference championship, which, again, was sort of expected. Um, had they really gone through and run the table in their own conference, I think they would have had a, a, a pretty good case. But as I was saying, they've, they've got a pretty good favorable draw in Columbia. I mean, that's a NC State's there as well, which I'm sure we'll talk about. I mean, that's a very mm-hmm. winnable region.
1: That it is. Darren Vaught, USA Baseball, joining us here on the Street Automotive Group Hotline. Alongside Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Let's get into that regional here real quick. NC State, I know you said they were on the bubble of getting in. Obviously, they're they're in it now uh, after not making it last season. How winnable is that region for both State and Campbell going down to, to South
3: Carolina? Yeah, let me put it this way. South Carolina, because of a really 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 good first half of the season, mm-hmm. gets this hosting bid um, i if if we were to put it as such like give me Campbell or NC State as one possibility and then South Carolina as the other I, I would t- I would probably bet that Campbell or NC State comes out of the region like of course I mean right. You're doing two teams instead of one. I get that. But when you're dealing with an SEC host team, I mean, that is a pretty big deal. Campbell can hit with anybody. They Mm -hmm. can score runs with anybody in the country. NC State, sort of in that same territory. Really, for the Wolfpack, it's about what they're going to get out of Campbell, too, honestly. It's about what they're going to get out of their pitching staffs, which have been up and down all season. But South Carolina has shown in the second half of the season Like, they're very beatable. It would not surprise me at all if one of our two teams from the state of North Carolina comes out of the Columbia Regional.
0: Okay, so you went perfectly into the next question. Darren Vaught joining us, USA Baseball. You mentioned the SEC. There are eight hosting sites that are SEC teams, so half. There are eight ACC teams in the entire tournament. One is the NCAA a little bit skewed towards SEC baseball. And then secondly, should there have been more ACC teams potentially hosting?
3: Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, look, the the SEC bias, I'm using my air quotes, is certainly there. No,
1: it's real. No, no air quotes. (laughs) No air quotes, Darren. It's It's real. It's there.
3: But also it is, it is the best conference in college baseball. Does that mean that the ACC is not a good conference? No, both can be true. Now, uh, you know, eight hosts when Boston college had a really good resume to be one of those 16. And I thought they would be hosting in, in the Northeast um, Columbia being the one that sort of surprised me. I thought the Gamecocks had played their way out mm. of hosting privileges. You know, you can, you can split hairs and maybe one or two of them is, is swapped. Um mm-hmm. Look, all of these teams, in the sec that are hosting are good. They're all capable of getting to Omaha. They're all capable, honestly, of winning the whole thing. I mean, hell, we saw that the number nine team in the sec win the whole shebang last year and Ole Miss. So the sec, ACC, any team that makes it, you have played a schedule that has primed your, your team to go a long way, Omaha and beyond maybe come away winning the whole thing. So, um, I, again, there, there's a bias. It's for good reason. The SEC is really, really good at baseball, but guess what? So is the ACC.
1: Uh, ACC is great. Uh, <laughs> SEC is good. There's a difference between the two, Darren. A final question for my man, Darren Vaught, USA Baseball. ACC's only won a championship a couple of times. They've gone to, they've had, the ACC has had a team go to the College World Series in Omaha. I think each of the last 16 years, and 10 of those 16, there have been multiple ACC schools to go, but in recent years, only Virginia has actually won a national championship. Can an ACC school, and if so, which ones you think are primed to actually take this whole thing?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to deny Clemson the ACC tournament champions because they are coming in to their regional hosting there at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, and they're white hot. They've mm-hmm. won 16 consecutive games. Um, it, Wake Forest is still the number one team in the country, guys, and, and they are leaps and bounds the best and most talented team in college baseball. The only concern there is that the overall number one seed has not won this tournament and taken home the national championship since the 90s. It's been a long, long time since that's been the case. I think Wake Forest could do it, but this is, this is a tournament that, that creates some, some wacky results, Um, I I think Clemson, if they stay hot, certainly can, can potentially win the whole thing. Miami is a number one seed and a host in Coral Gables is very good. Also, Virginia is a complete team top Mm -hmm. to bottom that could win the whole thing. Um, certainly some of the other schools could make it to Omaha, but those would be the, the ACC programs that I think really are contenders to win it all.
0: Uh, Darren Vaught, really quick, 60 seconds or less, uh, outside of the ACC teams from the state of North Carolina, which one of the other teams you think can make it the furthest? Is it Campbell? Is it ECU? Do you think UNC Charlotte or UNC Wilmington could possibly make a nice deep little run?
3: Yeah, I don't like ECU's draw going to Charlottesville. Mm. Um, that's going to be a good strength on strength. Virginia's lineup is is really good throughout, and ECU can really pitch it. Honestly. Whoever comes out of Campbell, NC State, mm. give, give me that team, and I, I think that is a, a team that's going to have a really, really good chance to make a run.
1: Nice, Darren Vaught, USA Baseball at Darren Vaught. Thanks for your time, and enjoy enjoy Friday. It's like it's like March Madness
3: Day One for you. You know it is, man. You know it is. Appreciate you guys. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.